Good morning. You're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, New Haven's home for community radio. I'm Mubaraka Ibrahim, and this is Mornings with Mubaraka, where we talk about national issues from a local level through a lens of diversity. Um, we are broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We are also streaming live on Facebook, so join us there. Go to Facebook backslash New Haven Independent or just go to Facebook backslash Fit Muslima. And that is my Facebook page. And we stream live there on both pages every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. We are here in the house. It is spring because it is warm but rainy. And I'm okay with that because I think finally we got rid of the stalker ex-boyfriend, which was winter. He just kept coming back. Every time we thought we got rid of him, he just kept coming back. But I think we have finally officially broke up, at least until next year. So today we are chatting. Today is a chat box episode of Mornings with Mubaraka. And our guest today is parking. <laughs> so I, uh, I convince the man, my man, uh, Shafiq Abusavor to come on and chat with me. And I'm a little nervous because y'all know every time I have him on, it's like it, he challenges me a lot. And I'm a little nervous because I never know what he's going to say. And it is a myth that like, husbands and wives are always on the same page and they think a lot alike no that's a myth we've been married for 25 years and we have very diverging opinions on a lot of things but (laughs) in the meantime if you want to join in the chat or you want to access a question you can give us a call at 203-684-8907 that is the call-in number here so along the way if you want to chat with us or ask a question you can give me a call at that number so today's a chat box episode so what that means is we're going to talk about a little bit about everything so I will uh, let's talk a little bit about what's in the news. So today's biggest news story that's all over my feed and all over the uh, the the YouTube lives is it is another attempt of the administration to implement the travel ban. And people are at the courthouse, the Supreme Court, and they are protesting because he wants to ban people from these seven majority, 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 majority <laughs> Muslim countries um, that actually have nothing to do with terrorism. Like none of them have has ever nobody from any of these countries have ever attempted to attack America in any way, not as a lone uh, a shark, not as a group, not as anything. So it would be really interesting. Going to be interesting later on to read the stories to see uh, what is the justification for this type of ban. So that's going to that's interesting. That's in the news, and that's something to follow. Um, the other thing that is in the news this morning is uh, President George Bush is doing a little better. Um, We know that Barbara Bush, former First Lady Barbara Bush, she passed away um, 
and was laid to rest two days ago. And the day after she was laid to rest, uh, um, former President Bush went into the hospital with, um, they said he had a blood infection. But I, that's really interesting. I, when I reposted it, I said it was a broken heart. And that's actually a real thing, broken heart syndrome. It's not very unusual for two people who have been married for a very long time to actually pass away in very close proximity of time to one another. Um, and it is something called broken heart syndrome. Not sure if that's exactly what he had, but this is what this is something that's really common. So anytime I see um, somebody pass away and they've been married for a long because they were married for like 60 years. They were like married for a long, long time. Um, that's a long time. Um, I can't even imagine what my life is going to be like when I'm married for 60 years. That's going to be a long time dealing with Shafiq shenanigans. Yep. Long time doing this, waiting, because, see, I can talk about him because he's not here right now, right? So he's always late, let me tell you. <laughs> and he knows this. <laughs> we have a name for it in our family. We call it CLD, which is chronic late disease. So <laughs> he suffers from CLD, which is chronic late disease. But that is okay. Because here is the flip side to it. So like this is like a serious issue for us. Well, it's a consistent issue. It's not serious because we've learned how to deal with it. Right. You just tell him a different time so that he could be on time. <laughs> so and this is something that has always been we've been married for going on 26 years. And he was literally late to our wedding. Like it started on the wedding day. Like literally, actually started before the wedding day because he was always late when he was supposed to come visit me too. But <laughs> the interesting thing, because I actually looked this up because it is just so pervasive. I'm like, there has to be a reason why someone is always late. And like, I live with him. So it's not like he doesn't get up on time or he's not prepared. It doesn't matter. He can have his clothes laid out from the cleaners all his stuff ready and on time and he will still manage somehow to leave the house late. But here is how psychologists, they explain it. People who are very late tend to be very optimistic. And I read this article and I was like, hmm, that's really interesting, which is true because he is very optimistic. He's like the incurable optimist. Like he can find a silver lining on dirt. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> so apparently people who are late all the time are very optimistic and they always feel like they have extra time that they actually don't have. So that is apparently the explanation as to why late people are always late. So people who have CLD, you got to take the good with the bad. They're the people that you want to talk to when you're down, when you're feeling bad um, but they are not the people that you probably want to depend on when you need to be someplace at a certain time. It takes them a lot of effort and a lot of energy. You can do things like, see, I used to be able to do stuff like change the clocks in the house. So like he thought it was like 10 o'clock, but it was really 930. But now we have all these darn digital clocks. <laughs> he can look at his phone and it automatically gives him the correct time. So that kind of like really messed up our plan. That messed up our house plan. So we got to figure a way. I don't know. Can you tamper with the, with the clock on an on a, on a iPhone? Probably not. We have to figure a way to do that. <laughs> Shh. 
So some of the other things that are going on. So if you follow me at all on social media, you will know that um, my son, Ismael, and his new bride, Ayana, just got married a couple of weeks ago. And that was a really, really exciting time. So we had a our first wedding in my fa- in my family, meaning among my husband and I kids. Um, I of course I have brothers and sisters and all lots of nieces and nephews that are uh, all married. But it was actually the first time among my um, sisters. It was the first like big wedding that did not belong to my oldest sister's family <laughs> because her kids are older than mine. They've been married. Because several of them have been married. So it was really fun and it was exciting. And the two of them watching new love is so refreshing. Like seeing newlyweds together. I always love weddings and, and newlyweds. But seeing it up close is just so cute. It is just really so cute. Like they are just so in love with each other and touchy-feely and uh, getting to know each other and it's been it's been so cute so new love budding in the spring is what we have so we are really excited about that the great thing about the day is that it went almost smooth so <laughs> we did um stream it live on Facebook but this is the interesting thing and I'm not sure um why and maybe some people who are more familiar with kind of like the algorithms of Facebook can help me out So we streamed the wedding live and it streamed for about an hour and a half. But when it recorded, because normally your live streams are saved, it only saved the first 10 minutes, which was literally just of the guests, right? So I'm wondering why it actually did that. We do have other video and and, uh, pictures from uh, the photographers, but... The Facebook live stream actually did not save. And that was really interesting. That had never happened to me before. So I was wondering, I wonder why that happened. But it was really nice. So it was the first time, well, not the first time, but it was a combination of an African-American and a Muslim wedding. So both families are both African-American Muslims. And so it is kind of a merger of traditions. So it's as African-Americans, we have kind of like a hodgepodge of traditions when it comes to weddings based on a lot of different things, based on um, some based on the oppression that happened during slavery, some based on things that that has been that was adopted from religions that were adopted when people came to America. So it's sort of kind of like a hodgepodge. So, for example, um, people may be familiar with African-Americans jumping the broom right when they get married. The history behind that is the fact that slave owners did not allow enslaved people to be married and so they would the only thing that they could do was make up kind of like traditions that that meant that solidified their marriage and they would often sneak into the woods and they would have a designated person that would marry them and the official um, um, sign of them being married or uh, ritual for them being married became grabbing a boom, a broomstick and both um, the couple, the man and the woman to jump the broom together. That was kind of like the official 
you are married uh, um, um, ritual. And so often now, even now, people will continue that tradition of jumping the broom because it became something that um, enslaved people had to create in America in order for them to create their own rituals around um, sacred ceremonies like marriage. So there's a little bit of that. They did not jump the broom. So it's been, in- they didn't jump the broom out of their choice though. Um, so it's been interesting just watching them because we literally just let the bride and groom plan the entire thing. They did the whole thing by themselves, which is a really good um, teamwork building task, I would say. <laughs> so they planned the entire wedding themselves. Um, we were just the bank for it. <laughs> and uh, so her parents and, and us and they did everything. And I think that they did a pretty good job. I mean, the the guests were set. They actually even without our input, they did all of the seating arrangements. They did everything. And so it was a beautiful wedding, not just because of the couple themselves, but also because of their teamwork. So. That was really awesome. And I'm looking forward. We have a lot of things. Um, oh, look, he's here. Oh, we have a lot of family things this year. Well, welcome. I was, I, was, uh, I was talking about you and your, oh, look, he got me coffee. Awesome. I was, I was talking about um, you, you and your, um, and your um, incurable optimism. That comes along with you being late also. Oh, listen. <laughs> you been in on the parking. <laughs> yes. New Haven Public Park. New Haven Parking. Oh, you're all wet. And you went to get coffee. Yeah. Which yeah. one is the better one? It doesn't, uh, it doesn't matter. There you go. This is community radio, y'all. We hey. do stuff like this. Uh-oh. <laughs> parking so. horrible in New Haven. Parking horrible in New Haven. Got to drive around the block a hundred times. <sighs> well, that just means we have a lot of people that no, loves our beautiful no. city. No, I just talked about you being optimistic, and um, the first thing you say is negative. I'm wetimistic right now. I'm wet. <laughs> coffee shop didn't have no half and half. How you a gourmet coffee shop with no half and half? Okay. Really? <laughs> I was talking about uh, the beautiful wedding that we just had with Ismael and Ayana, um, and how it was such a great, uh, it was a great combination of both African-American and Muslim tradition. Mm. Um her dad actually married them, um, and he gave a really inspiring long, speech. Oh, <laughs> really long speech. <laughs> it was a little lengthy, but it was interesting. Long, Everybody long. that I ran into that came to the wedding that had never been to a Muslim wedding, they were like, I was so intrigued on what he was saying and it was I was on every word and they was just happy they wasn't held hostage they thought I was coming in and get held hostage it was like oh this is great they're gonna let us leave this is awesome (laughs) that's all (laughs) it was just thrilled we're gonna leave after this you silly and I didn't have to wear a burqa this is awesome (laughs) this is so awesome it's like this is the (laughs) calm down but it was a beautiful Mm -hmm. wedding it really was he and the 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 what do you call it the lecture the kutbah the sermon that he mm-hmm. gave i thought was very relevant he did talk he talked a lot and he this is one thing that i like about him like ever since we met him is he always say something that gets me thinking 
Like, mm. really, really interesting. Well, he talks to you. So, he, no. When he, He's a Mubarak whisperer. <laughs> no. So you have He's a, talking to everybody, so but I tend Mubarak, to Mubarak, you have to, men to who look something. at you. You have men who call you from another country. Please really? pick up the phone. Really? And now you have Vid who's whispering to you. He doesn't I'm whisper. He's talking to everybody. And it's just something that I always l- learn from him. Oh, okay. And so his point about how marriage reverses generational trauma was really profound. It was really profound. You didn't, you didn't catch that or didn't find it interesting? It was an interesting theory. I have never heard it before. And there's, I haven't seen any evidence about it, to be honest with you. I thought it was a very so, so it sounds like that. So theory. in other words, it's a really inspiring idea around the reconstruction of the African American growth experience. But I haven't seen anything like I've never so, heard of. So I should we should tell the listeners we should tell the listeners like that's that. actually a thing that that that's actually a I never a, heard of that. I have. How, it's, how it's, old a, is that? it's a term that was coined by a a psychologist. What was his name? How long ago? I don't know. I've heard it. I heard it about a year ago. So uh, we should tell the listeners because they're probably like, "What are they talking about?" Uh, so one of the things that um, a brother Bukalik he mentioned in the wedding ceremony was, you you know, I was talking a little bit earlier about how. Um, um, enslaved people were not allowed to marry and he went further into that and he talked about how um the male um the male slaves were intentionally sold off and moved from plantation to plantation so that they would not create family units and that has created generational trauma in the black community and the way one of the ways we around would, what huh around what around the presence of black men in family it becomes a a combination of both trauma that has been that has been placed inside of the culture in many ways so of so like you're saying like if a black man is in the house everybody's like oh my god what's no what you're doing in here no not that kind of trauma. Oh. So, so he, so his, his, his um, assertion was that marriage is how we reverse that generational trauma mm-hmm. of the broken black family. Um, and I thought that was very profound. Again, I, I think it was. But uh, do, do you see like, so does this that make sense to you? That because I've never really heard it doesn't mean it doesn't make sense. It does make sense. I think that, um, you know, what I do know of the brother is that he is a um, very cutting-edge thinker. And what I do know about our society is that our society, based on how much money you have and what the interest is, will study a particular area of society based on normally the needs of a larger corporation that's trying to make money off of something. So I think it's an area we could look at and put more dedicated um research and collecting more information and actually looking at it to see if it actually, you know, if it's relevant, you know, I I look at it as I I really don't look at the whole marriage thing as a generational trauma thing uh, for black people. I look at marriages, you know, growing up Christian, that's just what you did. You 
you got married because the people in the Bible got married. Really? Yes. That's the only reason why you got married. <laughs> and that's why you got married because, <laughs> yeah, because uh, because because marriage in Christianity is a sacrament, and but you became Muslim, so why did you get married? No, because it, it still it follows the same lineage, the, the, the same thought process. You're not getting it. You're supposed to say because when I saw you, I fell so deeply in love. I oh my you. gosh! Here we go. <laughs> I'm starting to say focusing you all over the place. Now. I'm just saying he that was, was that was uh -oh, your. You, I, I gave you a little you a little space. I'm to trying to like, behave. I'm trying to behave. You taking me I there? I gave you a little space to <laughs> mm -hmm. give yourself some kudos. You missed the opportunity, all right, man. All right, some kudos, Mister. <laughs> Probably because the coffee shop did not have them. Take the label. Coffee shop did not have no half and half. I'm like, why? And it was like, can I have a red eye? Yes. Excellent. I'm like, good. This is perfect. I get parking. I get that the radio station. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, the milk, skim milk. You have half and half? Oh, we're out of half and half. Really? That's like a coffee shop being out of water. <laughs> How you out of water? I'm, out, I'm sorry. We're out of water today. We only have beans. So you got beans, sugar, <laughs> half and half cream. <laughs> but you got no water. <laughs> oh well, my gosh. So if you're just tuning in, you're mm. listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, New Haven's home for community radio, radio broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. And we're streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. You're listening to Mornings with Mubaraka, where we talk about national issues from a local level through a lens of diversity. And we are also streaming live on a New Haven Independent Facebook page, as well as the Fit Muslimah Facebook page. Today is a chat box uh, show with Shafiq Abdusabur, hey. the man. My man. Yo, yeah, that's right. Her man. How you doing? I look good doing that thing, too. <laughs> I like this radio thing. Hey, how you doing? Hey, okay. What's up? How you doing? Everybody out there, get my get my sexy voice. How you doing, everybody out there? I like that. <laughs> silly. He's silly. Like that? So, so Shafiq has not been with us in a long, long time. Long time. He is now former former police sergeant. He former. is retired. How are not you looking? X, not X, because if they say X, that means that I got out under, under bad circumstances. <laughs> like like I'm rogue. I am retired. Okay. And so how are you enjoying retired life? Um, I'm I'm counting. So I retired January 19th. So it's uh, January. So it's February, March, April 19th. So three, um, months? three months. Feels like I've been retired for like about a year, but it's three months. So um, so I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying retirement. Retirement is good. Everybody that I run into say that I look young. That's kind of hard for me to um, figure out because. People always say I look young. So I'm like, I look younger than before when you saw me or what? But I'm sure what it is is that I probably, I'm certainly feel less stressed and look less stressed. So that is the process. to had to take five years off you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good. Time is good. It's cold. I wish it was warm in Connecticut. That would really make this more exciting. I retired in the wintertime. It's still winter, and you don't even know it's spring. <laughs> I know the winter. I got on lawn jones right back. now. I got on lawn jones right now. This is crazy. Fishing season started. I can't fish. It's too cold. How do you feel about retiring so young? Talking about Willis, retiring young. So 
actually other law enforcement officers retire younger than me. Um, so, so like New Haven has a 20 year and out, you know, you, you do 20 years and then you're out. And, um, so I came on at 28. So I use a good friend of mine, uh, Craig, which, you know, Craig, I won't say his last name, but Craig came on when he was 22. Mm. So Craig would have retired at 42 and Craig retired at 42 Mm. when he was 42 years old. So there's other officers that leave a lot, a lot younger, a lot younger than I'm actually a little old and kind of like a little old in the game leaving but in the world of in the world of 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 uh, employment i'm i'm very young because i was but in in the world of policing you're not in the world of police i'm not young but i'm not old i'm 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 the average age i think the average age at least in new haven the average age police officer is leaving at 48 oh yeah 48 49 is normally around the eligibility age that they can leave that they that when i came on 20 years ago now they move around with the contract and ha- and and having the officer stay 25 years so um, if now if you come on at 25 you ain't leaving till 50 yeah yeah so it's, it's good i'm i'm happy listen i'm i just pray that i stay healthy and um you know i can actually collect my pension you don't get it all um <laughs> Because you, even if I die, you get, what do you get, 65%? I have no idea. Yeah, you're going to spend the hell out of that, too. You'd be like, yeah, what's up, y'all? <laughs> yes, up, y'all? Coming to you live. Yeah, mornings Dubai with Mo- in the house. Mo- Bo- mornings with Mubarak. Ghana in the house. On Shafiq, 65%. China in the house. Yeah, yeah, I'll be yeah. doing Facebook Live oh, yeah, all over the world on 65% his So I'm trying to hold on, try to get as much as I can right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the deal. The deal is to stay alive, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, we can still do yeah. our Facebook live. Like Jesse yeah, said, keep hope alive. Keep, my name is Hope. Keep me alive. Keep hope alive. <laughs> what a money. Silly. What a money. Mm-hmm. If you, um, we are having a chat box episode today on Mornings with Muwatika. And if you have a comment or a question or you want to chime in, you can give us a call at 203 684 8907. We are talking oh, about. We are talking. Y'all about, better not act up. You calling that phone either? I tell you right now. <laughs> and shut it down. <laughs> no, what I mean, we we gonna take your phone call. We are gonna shut you down on the phone. No, no just, so <laughs> I'm just joking. Are you gonna threaten my viewers? We're not threatening you. Call, come on, call, call. Are you gonna threaten my viewers? Call. It's only one dollar a day. One dollar a day can fund. The, <laughs> The half, the half and half, and half for your my coffee. coffee. <laughs> the coffee shot the door. You know, having a coffee. My Lord, mercy. Go ahead. Star, <laughs> but no bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Starbucks. You, you silly. I don't want to. I don't want to put Starbucks back on the map again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they're locking brothers up. How you gonna? How you gonna be a coffee shop? Right. First of all, what is the number one thing? A Starbucks coffee shop sells coffee, right? Uh-huh. What is that commodity the largest in? Beans, right? Okay. What color are those beans? Oh God, they're dark brown. <laughs> oh God. So all day long, you looking at dark brown beans as the way you make your money, which is something that is supposed to but that's be okay. Those beans in- don't move. To you t- Till you move right. them, maybe they scared of things. Uh, dark so brown how you gonna have on own? black people come in and you be like, "Y'all need to leave," but the beans stay. Yeah, that's money right there. You're Just silly. psychologically, <laughs> you're supposed to be saying like, "That's money, brown beans, money, brown." And then you just lock. Come on, man. Yeah, that was that they was really crazy. They played themselves. They played themselves. I haven't been to Starbucks since. 
That was crazy. You haven't been to Starbucks since. I, I, I'm feeling some kind of way now. When I go on Starbucks now, if I was going to Starbucks to get some coffee right now, I'd be feeling like this coffee ain't going to taste the same. <laughs> no, I'm saying. I don't feel some kind of way about Starbucks. I feel some kind of way about that particular manager at that Starbucks. I don't have a problem with the Starbucks here in Connecticut. I think that they do a good job in diversity in their team. Um, yeah, they do. I've never because yeah, our nephew worked there, our son worked for Starbucks. Yeah, they yeah. are actually so really shout good employees. Shout employers. out to the New Haven Starbucks team. Y'all need to go to more folks and, and help them out because they they're confused. Yeah, that yeah, they that's confused. definitely some some issue. And them dudes probably was getting ready to spend a lot of money too. Y'all played yourself. Yeah, they were there to they were there to uh to have a meeting about a real estate deal. Mm. So apparently they weren't broke mm. and like homeless trying to stay in Mm-mm. Starbucks. <laughs> they had stuff to Let do. Tell you, I tell you what Starbucks if you want to do if you really want to save money and integrity, what you need to do is stop the people from stealing all the half and half cuz let me tell you what they do. Every Starbucks that I go to around the country, I swear to you, and y'all hearing me out there, if you've been to Starbucks, you're probably laughing now and say, you that, I'm like a Starbucks preacher right now. You go to Starbucks, and I swear, the half and half is always out. It's always out. You just have this problem with every, every coffee shop. No, shot, no, huh? but this, at this Starbucks, at the, or the Starbucks, it's always you get your coffee, you go to, it's like, you're shaking the thing. It's no half and half. You go, they go, oh, okay, no problem. You got to go up to the counter, give them the thing. And I'm like, so finally, after doing it for three years, frustratedly, I asked them, I said, why is there never any half and half in the Starbucks? They said, oh, well, what happens is, and they told me this at Mohegan Sun. I've heard this in New Haven. I've heard this in Indiana. I've asked them in New York. I could be, I could work for Starbucks. Starbucks, y'all need a racial equality coffeeologist. Holla at your boy. I will help y'all. Because you know what? It's so hot with Starbucks right now. I, I've been getting reports from people, black people that have been going to Starbucks, that they said that when they pour their coffee and then they put the cream in the coffee, right now the apparently cream and milk and, and, and all of the, uh, the dairy products, they're boycotting because of what Starbucks did. So when it goes inside the cup, it turns into butter. It won't even, it won't even coagulate with it. It's like, <laughs> nope, they're protesting. So y'all could talk to me, talk to me. But at any rate, they told me what people are doing is they go to the counter and they get two shots of espresso in like a medium or a small cup. And then they add half, then they fill up the rest with half and half. And it gives them some kind of, what is it called? Uh, uh, almost like some kind of latte. Basically, they're avoiding paying for a latte by getting the two shots of half and half that would not taste like a latte yeah but that's what they're doing that the people that's what they're doing so that's why they're always always on half and half half. so i'm like well if y'all know that man like why don't you do like dunkin donuts and put it in a little dunkin donut thing you know a little the little thing that's stealing half and half costs money no that's like getting a lemon two sugars and a glass of water (laughs) that's lemonade That's lemonade. Give me a lemon. So you need a large two lemonade. And it got so nope. that's a large lemonade. Nope. I need a lemon, <laughs> two sugars, and a glass of water. This is the story they say. He said, I need a lemon, a free glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> sugars. I know. Or these brown sugars. Now, this ain't from Starbucks, but Starbucks have these. And I see people going there and they'll get coffee. And they'll put like five of these in their pocket. You know how much these things cost? It's like shop right or stop and shop. You get them in the box. Get on somebody for that. So they're going to throw the brothers out that's waiting for a, 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 a meeting where they're going to spend some money. You got people pocketing 
pockets of brown gold. By the way, you got brown sugar. How? I mean, how did they miss this? You got brown <laughs> coffee beans, brown sugar beans. Mostly all the walls of Starbucks are brown color. And you're throwing the black man out of Starbucks. I'm going to leave him alone for now. <laughs> but Starbucks, y'all need to wake. I can't. Can I say the H word? I won't say it. Y'all need to wake up. <laughs> and how y'all sleep. And here's the other part. Hold on. I like, because I can look at myself. I could do the thing, too. You, you like, see, I'm looking at him. I, like I don't it. know what's going to come Kevin out of his Hart mouth. Thing, the Kevin Hart thing. <laughs> the Kevin Hart thing. So, and here's the other thing. I'm not going to say nothing um, 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 off color or to violate the FCC <laughs> rules or get me kicked off. And me and you married, you know I'm cool. So, ain't no Me Too's coming up here either unless you say something about you. All right. So, it'll be you two, not Me Too. You two. All the wives get together. Yeah, he did that to Me Too. It was you two. No. <laughs> But here's the other thing, real talk. For all you Black Lives Matter people, I don't know where y'all went. I think y'all fell asleep. I ain't heard nothing about Black Lives Matter in a long time. Y'all wake up. Don't go to sleep on us. It's cold. But check it out. How are you going to be in a coffee shop? Let's go back to the history of why coffee shops exist. Because that is where revolutions were planned, in the coffee shops. Right, Mubarak? Yep. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. (laughs) Coffee shop. You got brown beans. You got brown sugar. Okay, you got brown walls. You should already be conscious to black stuff, black consciousness for anybody to work in the Starbucks. But then on top of that, in today's society, in 2018, you throw two black men out in a coffee shop that got all that caffeine. How y'all sleep? Stay woke. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> That's it. I'm, I'm all of it. Mic drop. Stay woke. He did a whole big old long brown Time thing just, just so you can say, stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> How you fall asleep in a coffee shop? <laughs> if you sleep inside of a coffee shop, you stuck. Starbucks. <laughs> you stuck, Starbucks. Holla at your boy. That's Shafiq Abdus. But just Google me, y'all people. Just Google me. you find me. Oh, my God. Google me, and I'll come to Starbucks, to a local Starbucks. And you only have to close down 8,000 stores. I can come to y'all. We do one store at a time. You won't lose no money. All that money they lost. And you know what was really, what's really interesting, though, is that they say that non-biased training don't really work. Hell no, it don't work. Listen, if you can fall asleep in a coffee shop as a Starbucks worker, you stuck. There ain't no hope for you. What you gonna say? I had a bad day. We we would, you know. Well, I I came to work today and I just I I don't know. What do you say? Threw two brothers out. It wasn't moving fast enough. Like the black lady that was walking too slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So so yesterday on the news was uh some white golfer male golfers called the police on a group of black women golfers who were golfing too slow. Mm. So now you there's black while waiting and now there's black while golfing. I should have bought that website. <laughs> hey, I gotta check. I'm gonna check. Don't nobody try to beat me to it. Black while golfing. Yeah, black while golfing. And the golf course has apologized for calling the police on them. We are so sorry for calling the police. Because they not. were also members. We, Oh, damn. <laughs> they were also mm, members. Mm. And I bet you they was running around telling everybody, oh, girl, let me tell you something. I'm a member of the golf club. Nothing can't touch mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I'm having my son's birthday party there. Mm. We we having a... For, mm, girl, let me tell you what I'm doing. Okay? I... And have my son's graduation party at the country club, the little, yeah, really? Mm. 
get that's, get that's, hooked up like the, they did that little girl in Texas it. when they ch- when they chased some kids down at that pool party. I know. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, you ain't going if Starbucks kicking people out because they black. But I thought I was going to leave that alone. I, the, I tell you, it's it's just it's racism. You cannot escape it. Mm-hmm. Money does not allow you to escape it. Even black people who are uh, obviously well to do. Well, I'm going to, you know, so, you know, nothing escapes. I'm 14 percent white <laughs> and I'm about seriously i'm about to get me a whole line of clothing yeah, his dna done yeah yeah he looking at me the producer's looking at me like what yes he had so his back DNA up that. back up because tell the producer you get your dna done you might find out that you only 14 percent white yourself and you'd be like whoa bro i thought yeah see i'm like i'm like i'm for this dna campaign everybody should get their dna done yeah you for that sure you part jewish one percent it didn't matter when you told Paul, he just gave me the hand. He was like, hold on, let me talk to your wife for a second. She's my sister. I was like, but Paul, I've known you for... Th- Sorry, Shafiq. Shalom Aleikum. One, he put me on the Shalom 1% bus. 1% European Jewish. That's okay. I'm not. I ain't got that. If I was 1%, let me tell you something. If I was 1% Jewish, I'd be in Israel right now chilling. I don't think that they will consider Why not? me uh, Israeli uh, yes, I, with, uh, Listen, if I, with me being 1% Jewish... I wonder and, what's their rule, though. And 14% white... Come on, man. You got to take me. <laughs> you got to take me. You know what I'm saying? No. I got all kind of wards and stuff. You got to let me in. Let, no. let a brother in. Give me a chance. Give no, me a probationary I'm status. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I even live closest to the the, the, the Palestinian borders. Possible. I try to bring peace. No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm uh, working uh, out. I'm good. <laughs> At any rate, I'm getting ready to get me a new line of clothing. I ain't tell you about I'm this. I'm scared. It's going to say... 14%. 14 and I'm gonna break down what it is, you know, like uh 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 and how are you gonna make that Irish because it's gonna be cool, it's gonna be like 14% and then it's gonna have like Irish, but, English, but German. You're the only person that's 14%, so because when people see that go 14%, oh wow, okay. Right? Okay. And I put a little patch on the side. Too, in case I get stopped well, by the police. Are you going to list your 80, uh, 84%? No, I'm not going to list that. Black? No, I'm not going to list that. Why? I don't think it's necessary to say what percentage of black I am, because right now, if you look at me, I'm 100% black. But it also is, it identifies what, um, you're not going to put Bantu? Yeah, no, that, not right that now. That would actually go probably sell better. I, I don't want to sell you're it. You're like what? It's a survival. You're like what? 80% Bantu or something 82, like that? 82, but I just, I just want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, it's a survival for our society. It's not, I'm not trying to market it. So I, if I'm driving, I get stopped in another town or something. Oh, okay. Go, oh, okay. No problem. <laughs> All right. Because they're, well, they're not going to give you a ticket because you're 14% white. That's right. Or if I'm in Starbucks and they say, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Yes. I'm, I'm work. Sir, we're going to need you to leave. Oh, would you like another latte? <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> it's going to work. I'm telling you it's going to work. I'm telling you. I'm telling you it's going to work. I'm telling you. I'm telling you it's going to work. <laughs> and I might go Zuckerberg style and I'll put a thumbs up for a like, which basically make it look like a like button. <laughs> okay. 14% like button. And then my all my European... Uh, culture. You silly. <laughs> silly. Okay. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. If anybody out there is in my situation and need that, let me know. Hit Mubarak up <laughs> on Twitter or Facebook. 
and we'll get you a shirt going. Well, you think why? Well, you 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 are anti Facebook, so yeah. you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't advertise the. I'm not anti Facebook. I just got off Facebook before Facebook sold all y'all to the Russians. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> so there's a <laughs> yeah. All of Russia, yo, in the middle of the frozen tundra in Russia, there's a place called Newhallville. Got all black people from Newhallville. Got a Facebook page in Russia. They don't even live there. It's, it's out of control. They got a Greenwich in Russia. But you trust Twitter. Yeah, because the president on Twitter. Oh, God. <laughs> president on Twitter. He owned Twitter. He, oh, he owned Twitter. I'm down with him. He didn't own Facebook. He, he, he fell asleep one night. He was like, tack. He was like, oh, what, what were we thinking about? But he owned Twitter. I think he on Twitter. I don't know for a fact, but he up there. So I'm where he at. You when silly. he get off, I'm off. You silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why he was rushing at fake news. Notice that he never says anything about Twitter being fake news. He that's just says he's on Twitter. That's my point. That's <laughs> my point. You, you got to read between the you got to read between the Twitter line before the president got on Twitter. Remember this: before President Trump got on Twitter, you could only put like. I think 120 characters on that Twitter. That is not true. They did not change that. You could drop for a, Trump. listen. You could drop a paragraph Stop. on Twitter right now. You Stop. could drop a whole Huffington Post <laughs> paragraph before President Trump. You could only put a little teeny picture. Now you could put a picture. You can modify it. You can crop it. You can put oh, a longer stop. video. Oh yeah. Oh stop. I'm down. They did not try. They yeah. did not change that for yeah. him. But stop. but for the fact though, but the majority of people on Twitter are African American. That's why they that call it black true. Twitter. That is true. Not hey. not the majority of people on Twitter. The majority of peop of black people that ha uh, engage in social media are on Twitter. Yeah. Demographically, yeah. there are more black black people will be more on Twitter than any mm -hmm. other medium. And that's why Zuckerberg. That's why Zuckerberg sold all y'all stuff to Facebook because when the Russians said, um, you know. We need uh, some people. Could you give us Twitter? And they was like, nah. It's all black people there. <laughs> they, ain't vote, they ain't voting like that, bro. You ain't, you ain't even got to worry about that. They they ain't going to vote like that. So you, it's easy. It's more people on Facebook. That's why. And actually, Facebook hasn't won't release their demographics of how many black, white, Hispanic. They won't release their nationality demographic. Every black person in the world in, 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 in America on Facebook. You know that. Except me. Except for you. Except I ain't kept being yes, on Facebook. Because that's your 14%. 14%. I knew they was going to do Listen, I knew what they was doing, they was going to do that. I knew they was going to do that, yo. Now, it's a difference between if you voluntarily allow them to steal your stuff or you make them have to work to steal it. They sold, listen, they sold y'all out. He sold y'all out. And then he got in front of Congress. He's like, well, you know, it is actually a free service, and then people sign up, and they actually, you know, think think up here that it's going to be a free service. And we basically, he was basically saying, y'all knew good and damn well I was going to sell y'all information. What's wrong with y'all? Now you want to try to act like you want your money back. You ain't paying for nothing. <laughs> and people was like. But that's really true, though. <laughs> I mean, I go on Facebook, and I know that they're using my information in order to sell to marketers because I'm one of those marketers. I go and I create mm -hmm. an ad based on Facebook telling me who my ad can show to and for them giving me a return on my investment. So mm. I feel like it's just a part of the ecology Listen, of social media. If he really wanted to make some money, 
what he should have did was find out all the people that owe child support and all the people that's looking for the people for child support and be like, I can sell you. I can tell you exactly where they at. Well, until you know um, unless Trump gets his way because yeah. he wants to actually get rid of child support. Wow. He wants to get rid of child Brothers support. Brothers will be on top again. <laughs> Brothers be back on top. He getting voted back in. I'm telling you. But he voted back in. If he get rid of child support, he gonna have a whole bunch of black voters, yes, black listen, male voters. Fifty cent, fifty cent, fifty cent will be up there. You know oh my saying? gosh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, real. we are in the last uh, couple minutes of the show, and uh, this has been Mornings with Mubaraka, and we're having a chat box with Shafiq Abdusabor talking a little bit about anything and everything. So what do we want to leave the guests with today? Can you leave them something to think about? Be profound. Be profound. Be profound. And hey, we just got to keep moving this country forward. What are we, 230 years old, 38 years old America is, so we're a work in progress. So on keeping it real, there's people out there, both black, white, Hispanic, on all spectrums. Do the right thing. Do the right. Don't follow the crowd. Not talking about a black or white thing, because that will go. Yeah. Do, the, do the right thing. Just don't follow the crowd. Seriously. Only people who are into rap is going to get my what I just said. You did a rap. Good. I'll finish it. No, do the right thing. Not talking about a black or white thing. I don't know that, that song. No. Okay. That's, okay. That's Look, okay. We're ten years apart, so I don't know. That's probably was in don't college. Worry about or it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. That's okay. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Mornings with Mubaraka on WNHHLP one hundred three point five FM, New Haven's home for community radio. I'm going to leave you today as I do every week. Go throughout your week and be a voice and not an echo. Mm-hmm.